Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight, we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We're a Disneyland Resort-based podcast in which we hop onto the railroad every single week in our imaginations with our conductor, Joe. Of course. Um, I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting next to my co-host in crime, Hyper Space Mountaineer. Didn't mess it up this time. What's going on, man? How's it going, finally? Yeah, finally. I had two weeks to think about what I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, every two weeks we're we're doing an episode, so please bear with us. It, uh, this is temporary, it might be permanent, I don't know, but for now it's temporary. Um, beginning of the episode, like every other week now, we have shout-outs. From Disneyland Inside Out, we have E-Ticket. This is on the teacups. He writes, love this episode. I could be blindfolded and know where I was by the sound of the music coming from the ride. The music is like it's a small world, stays in your head all day. Uh, great ride, giving it five stars. Nice. Awesome. Thank you, sir. We appreciate the love. Um, from Instagram, we have a couple shout-outs here. We have KP on last week or two weeks ago's episode. We write, so I'm not a fan of this ride because I get sick from all the spinning, but this episode was great. Appreciate the love. Um, I'm kind of the same way, you know, but I'm going to go on it again and... Hopefully, yeah, I'm fine. Um, Michelle Flores24 from Instagram writes, I re- uh, love the episode. I really like the fun fact about using the teacup on Mr. Toad's for the Roger Rabbit co- ride concept. That was brought to us by our good friend Ryan. So we appreciate that, sir. Definitely something I didn't know, so. Yeah, no, neither did I. Um, really quick, uh, we have, let me let me get the person's name correct here. Our Instagram contest, somebody won that. Thanks for getting back to us. It was uh, Felly Pums on Instagram, won the uh, the poster, got back to us. Like I said, the the first person that gets back to us will win that, and and he did. So uh, appreciate you listening, appreciate you being a fan. And uh, next contest we'll do at 1,000 followers. And once we reach that, uh, once we start getting closer to that, we're at a little over 600 now, uh, we can start you know, thinking about a prize and whatnot to give to give our winner. So keep following us, share it, uh, tell your friends, and uh, we do appreciate you guys' love. So go ahead, sir, you're up. All right, let's uh, talk about the Disneyland Inside Out app. Um, I'm actually going to the park soon, so can't wait. I'm, uh, I've been 
scouring the app, um, not really daily, but, you know, very often to see, uh, try to plan my trip a little bit to see what shows are going to go on. If you look at that hours and schedule section, um, you can do that, pick the date at the top, and if you're going to the parking time soon, you can see the um, attendance esti- estimates, the um, the shows and schedules of the shows, and any ride closures or um, attraction refurbishments like that. Uh, definitely a great section if you're going to the park anytime soon. The discussion board section, as always, um, if you're looking to get shout out on the show, uh, just comment on our episode and we'll definitely get you on there. Yeah, and if we do miss it for some weird reason, we will apologize and get you on the next episode. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and also uh, check out that Magical Partners Travel section. Um, they're offering free quotes for anybody who's looking to book a vacation. Uh, so definitely check them out. You can check them out also at MagicalPartnersTravel.com. Get that eye on the price guarantee and tell them all the board sent you. For sure. Before we hit the uh, railroad, guys, just wanted to announce we are now on Patreon along with our Amazon. Uh, Patreon is just a, you can go on there, you can check us out and we have it on our on, on the website. You can click the link. You can, we have it on the Facebook and uh, Instagram. The links to uh, to get to Patreon. It's just basically a donation site. Um, you can donate to the show, uh, keep the show afloat. Anyone who becomes a, a monthly subscriber um, at five dollars, I will give them a. I will send out a Jungle Cruise map. Um, so uh, show your support. You know, I know it's kind. Of, we're kind of new at that. We posted it, and uh, um, yeah. Thank you guys for your guys' help and love and listening to the show. So, And our website, again, for those people who don't know that, it's allaboardpodcast.com. So definitely check that out. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. I did forget to mention that. That's um, all right. Uh, yeah. So uh, we can get on the railroad right now. We have our guest. is uh, Instagram name inspired by Disney. Um, but we'll talk to her about uh, what she wants to go by on the show once we uh, pick her up. So uh, let's get on. Actually, I forgot to tell you where we're heading to. <laughs> As you saw on the uh, description of the show, we're heading to Fantasmic uh, right now. So uh, let's get on the railroad right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Howdy folks, welcome aboard the Disneyland Railroad, this is your conductor speaking. Today we are headed to the shores of the Rivers of America to see Fantasmic. This nighttime spectacular debuted on May 13th, 1992 and takes guests on a musical adventure as Mickey Mouse's imagination come to life. Fantasmic is filled with giant mist screens, projected classic Disney animation, giant puppets, lasers, fireworks, and even classic attractions, the Mock Twain and Sailing Ship Columbia, come alive as was never before. Filled with adventure and danger, Fantasmic has been called the best show at Disneyland by many of the guests, and there are even different versions of the show at other Disney parks. We have now arrived at our stop. Enjoy the magic, the music, and the excitement of Fantasmic.
Alright everybody, the railroad got us over here to Fantasmic safely. Uh, we are sitting here with Kelly, aka Inspired by Disney, on Instagram. Uh, how you doing, Kelly? Good, how are you guys? Oh, we're doing great. great. We're doing Fantasmic today. <laughs> man, <laughs> I've been too. waiting for that joke for two weeks, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too punny, too punny. So yeah, tell us about yourself or about your Disney background or whatever else you want to talk about Disney or anything in general, I guess. <laughs> um, I've been going to Disney, Disneyland since a stroller, basically. Um, down in Tucson, we have rodeo break, so we get to go in February um, almost every year, at least every other year, and the park is basically empty when we go, so that's kind of our family's trip that we've always gone on since I was little and then I've just I mean I grew up with Disney so when I became an adult I kept going on a regular basis and um, my husband wasn't a huge Disney person until I got him into it and now we go all the time so nice. it's just always been a big part of my life So you said Tucson what's the route because we're north of you by about two hours give or take depending on how fast you drive to get to Disneyland yeah. from there like what's the you don't come through Phoenix, do you? Um, we do. There's there's a Phoenix bypass route, so you can avoid Phoenix traffic, but we time it so we don't hit the traffic because it's actually faster going through Phoenix if you're avoiding traffic. Hmm. Um, but a lot of times we like to do San Diego too, so we'll take the 8 and do San Diego first and then go up. Yeah, that's what was going um, through my mind. Cause I think uh, that's what was going through, mine through Casa Is it before Casa Grande or you got to go through Casa Grande? These, these are cities yeah. in the... Arizona folks, if you guys don't know. Or <laughs> we're very familiar <laughs> with, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, and we fly a lot of the time, too. Um, it just kind of depends on when we're going. If we have extra time to drive, we will, but if it's a shorter trip that we don't have a lot of travel time for, we'll fly. That's interesting. Yeah, this I think this is oh, our second guest from Arizona, right? Because we had Dave. Yeah. I was going to say this is a uh, milestone. Either way, it's... You live in Arizona, so that's that's awesome. We're almost in the same boat. We're in the same yeah. uh, dry desert there. So, oh yeah, yeah. We were just <laughs> talking about the heat a little bit ago. So, <laughs> hyperspace mountaineers drinking it's not a coffee. Quite as hot down here, but gotta well, be crazy for you guys up there. Yeah, rub it in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One twenty, you know, nothing. No big deal. Hot coffee weather. Well, I just want to wait here. <laughs> yeah, anything over a hundred is you know it's fine. It's the same thing. But, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so you want to talk a little bit about Fantasmic, or did you want to talk anything else, talk about anything sure. else before that? Um, let's just dive right into Fantasmic. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, it's always one of my favorite things at Disney. Definitely one of my favorite nighttime shows, and I mean, it's one of those things that I mean changed a little bit throughout the years, but it's always been there and one of the things I always remember seeing. Um, it's just kind of quintessential Disney for me. I feel like it really embodies what Disneyland and Disney and Walt Disney is all about. Um, it's super nostalgic for me. I watch it every time I go, except the last couple times because it's down. Mm -hmm. But um, when it's up, we always watch it. And every time, I just always get, you know, all the feels that you get from watching it. And it just never gets old for me. So the intro music is actually my ringtone. That's how obsessed I am with Fantasmic. Um, That's funny. I see just, my ringtone as well. Oh, that's funny. Back when they had the those <laughs> like, kind of like the generic sounds. I mean, now with the technology, you can actually use the real music and uh, yeah. and have that. That's awesome. So it's just 
<clears throat> it just it means a lot to me kind of personally just because um, it's just one of the things that I remember from my early trips is just always phantasmic and um, it's just something that we make sure we do every trip we go if we can. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I haven't seen it in quite a while and And I haven't either. And like you said, the last couple of times I've been it's it's been down, so it's you know, I yeah, mean I think the last time sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead, no, go ahead. Um, I think the last time we saw it, I think was last summer it was still up. Um we did a road trip up the coast and we stopped um for a couple of days and I think it was still going when we went last summer. Yeah, because, I mean it's not it's a uh, it turned into a weekend show, right? It's not all, all week. The I think it is during the yeah, summer. Yeah, it's it on is, the but... time of year, I think too. Yeah, maybe during the summer. Yeah, that's true. Because the last couple times I went, well, last time I went was definitely down. And the previous time we went during the week, that was with you guys in October and in September. It was September. I don't think it was going during the week. Mm-mm. So I think World of World of Colors all all every day, but uh, Fantasmic, I don't think it is so. Yeah, it's been some. It's been quite some time since I've seen that show, but. So you said you had some of the uh, the fun facts on it? Sure. Um, one of the first things that I wanted to do, I was really curious because I've noticed slowly over time that it's changed a little bit, and I was curious if there's kind of a schedule of how things have changed. Um, the first kind of fun fact I have is that it was originally supposed to have a soft opening um, on Wednesday, April 29th, 1992, and continue through the weekend, but that afternoon was when the Los Angeles riots happened with the whole Rodney King issue, um, and their promotional material had the catchphrase, be here when the night ignites, and it was pulled from public circulation, and they postponed it because of all that that was happening. Hmm. Um, it was originally opened May 13th, 1992 instead. Um, in two, so for 15 years, it didn't really have a whole lot. It just kind of stayed the same. Um, it was originally only supposed to last five years, but with its popularity, um, they kept it going. In 2007, they got a new sound system, and they also got new show barges that had LED lights on them. Um, and the entire lighting system got an overhaul in the spring of 2008, and that was in that year, um, they changed out the crocodile and the Peter Pan sequence. Um, it was a little bit smaller, but could now interact a little bit more with the scene. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's what, I mean, that's one of my favorite scenes right there is the Peter Pan scene. You mean he's fighting it's, Captain Yeah, Hick. it's definitely one of the best. When he comes out on the rope. I mean, I'm, I'm already spoiling one of my moments, but like our favorite parts is when he comes out on, those ro- on the rope and he swings around on the ship. I'm like, man, that's, that's awesome. These guys, <laughs> yeah, amongst fighting and the ship's moving. I don't know. It's pretty awesome. Um, at one point... The Ursula sequence had Flossum and Jetsum on jet skis as part of that sequence, hmm. um, but in 2013, they were taken out of the show. I'm not sure why. I just know they were taken out. Hmm. I don't remember them being on, maybe, I don't know, on jet skis. Hmm. I just remember the, 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 flo- remember the that floating. Either. That's, yeah. Maybe I'll have to watch an old video on that to remember, because I probably haven't seen it since before then anyway, so. Yeah. I haven't seen many of the if there's if there are updates, but yeah. <clears throat> um, summer two thousand nine, they um, did a whole big overhaul again because they had a big summer promotion, um, and they're supposed to get their new dragon that summer, but they had a lot of problems, so it's delayed to September. Um, 
but there were thunderous applause, and it was just a huge difference. It was originally a cherry picker um, to a huge animatronic. So that was kind of a cool addition and change to it. And then in 2010, they actually drained Rivers of America, and both of the ships went under refurbishment and the tracks they travel on, um, and they upgraded the underwater effects and the laser effects. And then in 2014, um, their stationary fountains were replaced by World of Color dancing fountains. So they kind of stole that technology, didn't still steal, but um, used the technology that they had created for World of Color in Fantasmic to give that more dancing fountain effect. Which I like. I definitely like that. Mm -hmm. Even though they, they got probably the idea from Fantasmic originally, right, with the water becoming the screen. Mm -hmm. So... That's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, in twenty in November of twenty fourteen, um, they announced new viewing options for Fantasmic and added the fast pass for it. Um, just like the one that World Color has, and they added new dining packages as well. And then this recent January is when it closed down for Star Wars Land. That's where kind does of it, a uh, timeline of Fantasmic. Where does it which restaurants do they have dining packages? Does it say? Blue Bayou for um, sure. That, yeah, Blue Bayou. And I don't know. I think one of the um, New Orleans Square restaurants, hmm. whichever one is the sit-down one. I can never remember which one is the sit-down one. But I think it was the sit-down one that's not Blue Bayou. Um, yeah, I forget what the name the, is. Yeah, let me see if I can look that up yeah. really quick. I think Joe mentioned the name of that restaurant. Is the... No, maybe he didn't. He just wrote New Orleans Square, but that's not the name of a the French Market. Is that a restaurant over there? That sounds familiar. I think so. That might be it. That mm -hmm. could be it. Sounds right. Hmm. All right. Do we have any other facts on that? Oh, you said you had you have a um, few pages worth, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Keep going. Um, this is this is all great. <laughs> Thanks. Um, the one thing that I just kind of had fun, kind of scoping out different polls is that Disneyland almost always wins the polls for which Fantasmic is better between Disneyland and Disney World. Um, so that's kind of cool to Disneyland for that. Um, the original name of the show was Imagination River Spectacular, but Fantasmic was actually selected at the last minute for its references to Disney Fantasia, as well as the word Phantasmagorical that they had made up. Um, right. And the <laughs> title theme is unchanged to this day, which still has the, the name Imagination. Hmm. All right. Oh, one of my favorite facts is that each performance uses a cast of 51 performers, a crew of 50 backstage type people, and 341 costumes per performance are used. Wow. I'm wondering That's if crazy. people performing in that show, is that like their job? They just have to show up for the show? Uh, one to two times. Is it, is it ever twice in a, in an evening on like, like a Saturday night? They do, they do it twice sometimes. Yeah, they do it um, between with like the fireworks in between. Kind of how paint the night does it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious to see because I don't know if I went. I guess I went with Fantasmic and Paint the Night were together, but um, I can imagine they wouldn't be able to do two Fantasmic and two Paint the Night on the same night. Yeah, you'd almost think that the uh, the sounds because they're so loud would like 
get in the way of each other, but they might not. I know definitely the fireworks, but other than that, I don't know if it's either one of them is loud enough to. I'm pretty sure they do the fireworks and Phantasmic at the same time. So where would you to, need to like be... for crowd control? Yeah, that, that could make sense. Because I think some of those buildings are really good at like soundproofing and all the trees that are like by uh, uh, Thunder Mountain and stuff like that. Because um, I think I've seen mm-hmm. Phantasmic with, and you can see the fireworks in the background, like off to the right. Okay. If no, they're no, not, not, not at the same time, they're at least right after. I don't yeah, think, I don't like I've the... seen like a ten or fifteen minute like gap. Paint the night maybe, but the fireworks I don't I don't think for sure. The fireworks show and then the phantasmic go at the same, same time, time because they have fireworks over there too. So they there's two sets same, of fireworks. Same time, yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's phantasmic has its own little fireworks too. I think. Yeah, there's definitely not soundproofing that, but everything else might be. And like maybe yeah. if you stand um, right on the way into New Orleans Square, you could hear them both. But maybe yeah, not. yeah I don't know. That'd be kind of yeah. cool just to hear them both. You wouldn't see anything. <laughs> I'll try it next time that um, they're both going. <laughs> <laughs> and then one last fact I have, I'm not sure if this came up with the World of Color um, show, I don't remember, but the way that they do the fire on the water is they have a natural gas line beneath the river and they allow the gas to bubble up to the surface and then they use three flamethrowers along the banks of the river to ignite the gas. Hmm. The fire is always awesome. That show in yeah. every show, yeah, like World Phantasm of or World yeah. of Color for sure. And then the, uh, the old mm-hmm. World of Color. Remember James Come True? Yeah, yeah, they had that too. For, for the Indiana Jones, <laughs> I'm sure they use something like that for Indiana Jones the ride because yeah, you can see the fire coming yeah. up. Yeah, which is hyperspace mountaineer's favorite thing about that ride <laughs> that you can see the other car mm-hmm. across from mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Just <joking. laughs> my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We got stuck on Indiana Jones once right at that scene, so it just kept going fire off in our faces over and over. Nice. <laughs> that would be cool. I got stuck on there twice. One was the by the rock, by the ball, and then one of them was underneath Indy when he's just hanging there. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're just talking to this guy. It was a real guy at the time. No, I'm just joking. It that'd wasn't, be cool. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, be a, that'd be a terrible job. I think it would be fun. That'd be because horrible. It'd be yeah. fun, but like, I mean, just hanging there all day? That'd you, be rough. You, you hang it's, there. Especially if you get stuck. <laughs> that'd be rough. I don't know. I think I, I think I would like it. Like if I was Johnny Depp, I would go to Pirates. I would too. Like once I a week. He, I heard he goes there. I mean, no, like, I'd go there more he often. Used to go there, I guess. But who has who has <laughs> the time when you're an actor like that? I mean, I I have all the time. But if he lived would. in the area, like I, whatever, yeah, <laughs> I would do it all the time. Yeah, I'm sure he's a season pass holder. He's got to be. <laughs> Has to be. Right, what do you? What else? Do you yeah, always talk about Johnny Depp doing that, but did they ever talk about Harrison Ford coming and being Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would be cool. And Han Solo when okay. Star Wars Land opens. Yeah, you could do both. <laughs> Man, so many opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you have more? Less hyper? I don't have anything. No. Nope. Okay. That's, that's all. We're all too. good. We're all out of fun facts. I mean, if there's more fun facts. I mean, I'm sure things. there are. You said both shows are about the same thing, right? uh, Disneyland and Disney World. Um, there are actually quite a few differences. I guess I do have some of those. Um, it's actually my something I would change if I was an engineer. I don't know if I want to go there next. Yes, that's, um, please. <laughs> so, I, like, um, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, I've seen both, and I love Disneyland. For sure, but if I could change some things, there are some pretty cool things from Disney World that I would just add to Disneyland and just make it longer. Um, they don't have the Peter Pan scene in Disney World. 
Um, instead, they have a Pocahontas scene, but it's also really cool. Um, but I would never want to get rid of Peter Pan. So just adding that second theme for Pocahontas would be really cool. Mm. It's got the it's got the canoes, and then John Smith has his fight with um, Radcliffe. I think is the villain's name. Um, That'd be cool on the canoes. Well, they already have so the canoes really set up, so yeah, yeah. But you can't steal Davy Crockett's yeah. canoes, man. You could. Uh, yeah, I'm just joking. You could. <laughs> He's not going to mind. <laughs> yeah. He'll lend them out. And then, <laughs> and then something else they have that's really cool is um, one of the transitions between the dreams is they have a bubble montage of a bunch of different Disney animated movie scenes that they project on screens and bubbles. And it's just kind of a really cool part that they have at Disney World that I would love to see hmm. at Disneyland's Fantasmic. What would you change, Hyper? Mm, the Fast Pass program. To what? I don't like it. You think so, first come, first serve, no matter yes, what? Yes, yes, no matter what. So I got a Fast Pass, and it was very hectic. I don't know if I got it like right when they were kind of testing it out or like starting it, but it was like a mob of people at the same exact time. It wasn't like World of Colors. World of Colors seems more controlled. So I guess that's the only thing that I would change. I think the only thing I would change about it would be the seating because uh, I think when World of Color was first put in there, uh, maybe not because the the way they built th- that area, they weren't World of Color wasn't really on their minds when they first had it. But just when when you're standing, it's kind of crowded. I think it maybe maybe put some bleachers, maybe that, that raise up off the ground. They could they could. I mean, they all could the sound that. equipment raises from the ground. Well, just like that stage in Tomorrowland raises, yeah. they could raise some bleachers and fit a That'd few cool. hundred more in there or maybe just for that show. And when yeah. you when you're walking by, you can kind of be walk under the bleachers to get to the next area because I mean there's a bunch of people out there with lights like mm-hmm. keep it going, keep it going and you're you're behind some rope, so maybe every show. Yeah, that was Sorry? That was only that I think I read somewhere where they didn't expect the crowds they got for it. Um and so they reconfigured where they had restaurants or where they had the docks or something to allow for a little bit more standing room. Maybe, maybe now that it's closed down. I mean, I don't know where they would put it. There's just, that, that area is so, it's always congested no matter what. Always. It's because yeah. there's so much over there. Um, and there's a, I mean, like it's a huge focal point of the park and you can get anywhere I guess from there. Another yeah. thing that they could do is build a like a I don't know what I'm thinking of but it, everyone walks under it if they're not watching the show. Like you have to be up there in order to watch the show. Yeah. yeah. Platform they do have for. Yeah. they do have bleachers at um, in at the Fantasmic in Walt Disney World. They have um, the river for the show. It's only used for Fantasmic there, and they have bleachers set up, so that it's kind of just a little amphitheater they have for it there. Um, but the thing that I like about it at Disneyland is I feel more immersed in it because of how you're kind of surrounding it more and that close to it. So it's kind of a toss-up for me. Yeah, I guess so. That'd be kind of, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to change what I'm what I'm saying, but I don't think they are either. But it's definitely a great idea. I'll give you that. <laughs> Do you think they should have done it with uh, like the 60th, like they did with World of Color? Or did, they didn't. I mean, it's not open right now. But no, because I didn't like what they did with World of Color. So yeah, we're not going to talk, talk about that. We're not going to talk about it because I always talk about that. So <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. 
We'll keep talking about your Indiana Jones, the love for that one scene. (laughs) Even though I have a lot of complaints, even though I feel like I have a lot of complaints, like, despite what people may think, I do love going to the park. No matter what. (laughs) I still enjoy it. It'd be 90% of the rides closed, and you'd have a good time. I went to the park one time and ate food all day. Like, I I rode maybe three rides, and I had a great time. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. (laughs) All the rides could be closed, and I could still have a good time. See that shirt where it says... We're not here for the rides. We're here for the food or something mm-hmm. like that. That's kind of a yeah, funny shirt. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's try to get into some of these shout outs really quickly. We have actually a lot of them, which is, <laughs> you know, that's a problem for us. No, it's not. We have uh, Instagram. All right. Let's see. Breezy Bake Oven. She says, I feel like I say this about everything. I love this show. My favorite memory has to be when I traveled to Disney for an orchestra tour. We had so many cool behind the scenes experiences. But the best was going into their recording studio and recording some music for Fantasmic, and then they played it during the show. Wow, that is oh, cool! That's awesome. Wow. Oh, I wonder if that's like a permanent thing, or is it just maybe just that orchestra got their own special show? Just like that's one day. Kind of what it seems like that'd be cool. Yeah, that's that, cool. That is cool. Hmm. Um, really cool. Let's see, Cosmics After Dark on Instagram said, "When I first started working at Disneyland, I remember having to wait for Fantasmic to the end." See, that was my job for the first three months. It got to the point where I could do the entire closing dance by Mickey. When I was a kid, I'd always get scared of the dragon. Said it was pretty lame when Maleficent was just really tall when Disney would need to repair the dragon. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Thanks for the love, especially from a cast member. Loves this show, and that's, yeah, that's uh, cool. gets to watch Fantasmic and get paid for it. You know, so that's not a bad way to you know make a living. Um, let's see. Michelle Flores, 24. When I watch the show, I get a bread bowl and broccoli from broccoli and cheese from the Harbor Gallery. Maybe that's one of those restaurants. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I've never been there. My favorite part is at the end when all the characters are on the Mark Twain. I was going to ask that because I don't... Mark Twain is on the end. And then, of course, the Columbia goes through with Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Oh, we got a person that commented on the Disney World 1KP show at Hollywood Studios in Florida is amazing. We went into we went in May for our honeymoon and we and we're blown away. Let's see. We were able to get the fast pass and even had bleacher seating. Nice. <laughs> I should have read these earlier but that's awesome. That's okay. It was uh, unbelievable how much better of an experience it was. So, yeah, fast pass at Disneyland for bleacher seating. Everything else is standing because you didn't get there in time, I guess. It's like the world of color. It's yeah. like the first time I ever watched World of Color was by those Ramadas near the Fun Wheel. Oh, okay. So we didn't see any of the, the images. The other side of it? Yeah, the other side. We got to hear the music and see the colors, but no images, which I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with. I really am. It's just the music and the, and the colors was awesome, so. Um, let's see here. Oh, I, 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 scroll, I scroll down too much. You got any Facebook ones? We'll get back oh, to this. Oh, yeah, we got lots of Facebook. Go so ahead. I want to start take a with uh, Nicolette on Facebook. Um, she says the most memorable moment was watching the show with one of her best friends after not seeing Fantasmic in years. Her favorite part of the show is when the characters come out on the boats and at the end with the Peter Pan scene. We talked about this. That is a great scene. It's probably yeah. one of my favorite scenes as well. Um, Sonia also on Facebook my favorite memory um, when my son was 10 months old he was so obsessed with everything watching it with him was the highlight of her day 
definitely a good experience when you have children with with you going to Disneyland. I mean, I went like a few years ago with children. It was way different. You talking about for the their first experience type of the thing? Not even just... their first experience. Just their experience in general is just like they're blown away. Like every time they go, like, it's definitely a lot different when you're an adult. But well, what about an adult taking another adult? Like that's my, different. I've never done that. We kind of did it with. Uh, I did it with Richie that one time, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was. <laughs> well, I'm doing that next next year sometime. Yeah. Yeah, Princess Paige's brothers have never been. so Nice. And they're older than me, so it'll, it'll be weird. It'll be different. So it'll be cool, though. I can't It's wait. gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be. Uh, it'll probably be the same, yeah. As like as taking a, a child. child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Donald Wicks on Facebook. Um, he says the first and only time he's ever seen the show um, was when he went to Disneyland with his dad and wife back in 2011. And a surprise for my dad, I treated us to a special seating area, which that's pretty cool. Um, we enjoyed endless cups of delicious hot cocoa and one of the most amazing experiences um, he's ever seen. It was more. It was even more special um, being there with his family and seeing uh, one of the most magical moments of his life. Donald. Donald always Aww. does it right, man. He, he did that uh, holiday tour that one time he was talking about. Yeah, I know. He, he makes me want to go and do that. Those things that he just did, like endless cups of hot cocoa. I'm in. Then he had the holiday tour with the, I think the cocoa and the gingerbread, and mm-hmm. yeah. So Donald, thanks for the love and thanks for your comment. That's awesome. You're, you inspire me to want to do that that stuff. So, <laughs> um, all right, back to Instagram. We have, oh man, I don't know this person's name. Zan Cat, as in, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm reading that wrong. That's that's on me. My fault. Why, how would you read that one? <laughs> Beats me. Starts with the X. X and cat. No, sorry. Uh, either way, love Fantasmic, and I'm so sad it's currently on hiatus. My favorite memory is in college. I took my friend who had never been to Disneyland, and we watched Fantasmic. At the end, when Sorcerer's Mickey, Sorcerer Mickey disappears from the top of the house, and the Tuxedo Mickey reappears in front of the house, she turns to me in full seriousness and asks, "How did they do that? How did he do that?" <laughs> It made me really believe that Disneyland magic, and if I were to ever have a dream job, it would be working on the show and making magic like that every day. Great show, guys. Keep up the great work. We appreciate that. Um, let's see. Jamiston House. Fantastic. That was the comment. And uh, Do you want to read Joe's? Yeah. I'm out of breath over here now. That's all right. Thanks, Joe. Um, Joe says, so many great memories. This is a show I always try to catch, even if it's just listening from around the French market area. I remember the summer it opened. We were in, speaking of, that was, it opened 10 days after I was born. (laughs) To throw that out there. Nice. Not to Mm -hmm. make Joe feel old or anything like that. No. Uh, I remember the summer it opened. We were in the shops of the New Orleans Square waiting for the second show. While the first show kept, uh, while the show first show was going on, kept telling ourselves, "Don't peek or listen." But the second we heard the loud boom from the cannon, I couldn't resist uh, <laughs> and peeking around the corner, seeing the Columbia lit up and uh, sorry, awesome spot in the full blown pirate battle, which again, awesome scene. Everyone is really talking about that scene. So, um, of course, finally seeing the entire show was amazing, and the Peter Pan part is still my favorite. Seeing Murphy from the first time was memorable um, and even worked. LOL. 
On a side note, Disneyland's Fantasmic is way better than Walt Disney World. <laughs> On a side note. See? So, Joe. there we go. Joe knows. Uh, other people know. KP was talking about it, and obviously Kelly knows that. I mean, I think you said you like the Disneyland version better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get out there and, and, and check out, you know, the differences and the stuff that is the same. I know, it's just a, a long way for us from here, you know, so... I don't know. So, yeah. you said you had your memorable moment uh, moments, I should say. I do. Um, I have one for both parks. Um, for Disneyland, I went on my first adult trip to Disneyland um, after graduating high school with one of my best friends. It was our first trip without parents. And back then, they didn't have dining packages. They had dessert packages for Fantasmic, which we decided to celebrate, and we got them. And it was just the best seats. The fact that it was seats was really nice. Um, and there's been hot chocolate. And it was just something um, that was just really special for me and my friend at that time. Um, and then in Disney World, we actually went. I've only been once. Um, we're planning another trip. But I've only been once. My husband and I went there for our honeymoon. Um, and it was his first time at any Disney park. So it was really fun showing them everything for the first time. Um, and we had kind of a cool interaction with a cast member in Hollywood Studios. Um, it was actually a Tower of Terror bellhop. Um, and the tracks reminds me of somebody else's Tower of Terror story. But we interacted with him, and he got us onto our own um, elevator in Tower of Terror. And when we were in the lobby, he like made us kind of stay in this weird spot like in the lobby like not where people are in line but like in the actual hotel lobby and he went backstage and came out with um special seating tickets for us for fantastic for that night um wow. so we got these really great seats um and then he also bought us the ride ticket or the ride picture for tower of terror so it was just kind of a whole great experience that we got for our honeymoon to get to do all of that nice um, Sounds exactly like my Tower of Terror story. I think that's what she's referring yes. to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Dang, I never got to experience anything like that because I remember that was our, like the only thing that I've ever had like that, like called out. And it was we remember Pirate awesome. Wheels too had something like that on uh, the river on uh, the uh, Story Canal, uh, yeah. Storybook Land Canal boats with the fireworks and yeah, that I don't know. That's cool. I got right place, right time. I don't know. I don't if know I was a cast member, yeah. I'd, I'd be doing that all the time. I know, right? I mean, if you could. <laughs> Why not? You guys want to sit over here by yourself? Boom. No one's going to say no to that. No. I see people... Uh, sometimes <laughs> they get to ride uh, Radiator Springs racers by themselves. Yeah. With long lines like that, but it's still, it's just the little things they do. It seems like it seems like a little thing, but it turns into like a big thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely an awesome story for everything, the whole package. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you got, sir? Um, probably just the first time, um, first time I guess I remember watching it, which was in 2011, which was the first time I was, actually no, this was 2012, when I, I think it was the first time I went back to the park, um, and just watching it, it was just like, uh, mind-blowing, I guess, um, with all the characters and just all the, the magic that they were doing, and it was just a very good experience with my now fiancé, but, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm I just, think I've seen it like four I, times now that I remember. I actually just, <laughs> I actually just listened to the episode where um, you announced that you're engaged. So this is 
super far behind. <laughs> That's funny. She said congrats. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah, no, <laughs> you kind of cut out. Uh, that's something, that connection is not always 100% when we do this, but uh, I kind of heard what she said, so. Um, yeah, it feels like so long ago now, but. <laughs> well, when's the wedding? Not till a while. Not till a while, huh? When yeah. Star Wars Land opens or after? Probably. <laughs> so, yeah, we got some time. November 17. Plenty no. of time. Yeah, so. All right. Am I invited? No. Alright, good deal <laughs> I think mine's similar I have the My first time It was with uh, I was with, there with One of my friends And we were walking By that area And I'm like What is going on Around here And I look around And <laughs> I, I really had no idea This is back in 04 I had no idea What was going on No no idea that This show existed And it was like It was like a You know We stumbled into it And um, I hear the music And it's like the You know The opening music And I'm like I'm already, I'm already loving this. What is this? And then the show starts, and I see the, you know, the, um, the images on the water, and then the, the scene changes. And I watched the entire show, and it was one of those things: right place, right time. I was like, if I wasn't standing over here, would I've ever, yeah, by this point in time, I would have heard of it. But in 2004, it was just like a brand new thing to me, even though it had been around since what 92 mm-hmm. we were reading. So I don't know why. I mean, I did take a, you know, my hiatus from 96. It was still even there. In 96, yeah. we didn't see it in 96, but, um, yeah, just that opening music, it just draws you in, and, yeah, there's something about that show, and I guess another fun fact, and I don't know if this is, this is kind of known, is, uh, one of the characters is named Yensid, right? Yeah. Yes. Which, which character the is The wizard from Fantasia. Okay, that's Disney spelled backwards. Right. That's, I know, I know mm-hmm. that was, I know that was more known than, than ever, I just didn't see it on the, the Wikipedia yeah, it was page. Yeah, yeah. I know everyone knows that. I didn't really, you know, if I did drop knowledge on you, you let me know, and I'll <laughs> feel great about it. And that's awesome. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my memorable moment is is seeing that. And obviously, we talk about the Peter Pan scene. <laughs> Another fun scene is when those, I think they're monkeys. The colorful monkeys are dancing on those. Oh rafts. yeah, they're like. Neon. Oh yeah, and the giant snake. Yeah. Yeah. See that that's one of those things to me where it's like these performers are out there. Like, what what were they doing all day? Or do they just come in for the show and they leave once it's done? And that's like a part-time job for them. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. That's cool, though. It's probably, it probably also takes some time to get into costume and makeup. And they might have a last-minute rehearsal to get ready. And they could make a full-time gig. Yeah, probably, huh? And then same thing with, uh, you know, this is a little bit off-topic, is the Mad Tea Party. There's a bunch of members that interchange. Yeah. What do they do? Just come once every... Not I mean, more. It's yeah, gone now. D- I mean, for the DJs, I think they switched it out, so it was like a part-time thing. But yeah. I don't know about everybody else. Once every six weeks, because they only they did it on the weekends for the, the longest yeah. time. So it's like there's six of them. So what they do once every six yeah. weeks. I'm, I'm going. My 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 job is at Disney, and then the rest of the time they're at clubs, maybe and performing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? They have a different role in the park on other days, maybe. Yeah, maybe with the masked costume. Because I heard that if you're not masked, mm-hmm. you, can't you can't be other things. Well, maybe if you. Maybe you can if you're one is masked and one's not. Yeah, there are some people that I follow that play multiple characters. Yeah, that makes sense. If they have a mask on or covered, yeah. like, you can play Mickey and then also Minnie sometimes. I guess if you, I guess yeah, as long as you're covered up. All right, yeah. Well, you have anything else on uh, Fantasmic? There's probably plenty more we missed, and if we did, let us know, people out there yeah there's fans. probably a lot but that's all I have yeah, that's all we have too so 
We're going to go ahead and head back to Main Street. But we do appreciate you coming on the show. This was fun. I'm glad you did because we didn't have... Well, we have it in front of us, but it's... You know, we didn't we, we didn't have some of that stuff in front of us. Those fun facts. Well, thank you so much for having me, It's been a blast. Yeah, and if you ever have an idea for another episode again, let us know and we'll, we'll do this again. For sure. <laughs> All right, thank you. Bye. All right, everyone, that was Kelly or Inspired by Disney on Instagram. Go f- uh, follow her. Uh, that was fun. I like I like like we always say, we love having guests because it's like they bring more to the table than we would have brought. And you know, anyway, um, before we head back to Main Street, a couple more things. Make sure to well, don't make sure, but please, please hit up Patreon and help us uh, keep the show afloat. Uh, like I said, anyone who becomes a subscriber will get that uh, free Jungle Cruise map. Um, so, and then you know, Amazon. If you go to the website, allaboardpodcast.com. Anything you purchase through that click will, you know, give us a little bit of a kickback. Doesn't cost you anything differently, but, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, and also uh, check out MagicalPartnersTravel.com if you're looking to book a vacation anytime soon and don't want to do the work. Have them do it for you. Um, get that eye on the price guarantee and tell them all the board sent you. Get that free quote as well. Yeah. For sure. All right, guys, uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Um, just like two weeks ago, I'm not 100% sure of what we're doing. Um, but like Hyperspace Mountaineers said, once we do know, we will post that and then get your guys' comments. Like this week, we probably this is probably the most comments we've had, and we appreciate that. We posted yeah. early too, so I it, did post I think a couple days. Yeah, um, appreciate that. Keep them coming in. We will definitely shout you out, and uh, we're gonna be back in two weeks. We uh, thank you guys for listening. Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. See the world.